the one-on-one post-game report. Hi, this is Kenny Ducey. Welcome into the one-on-one post-game report. I'll be along with all the highlights, but first, let's set it back down the field with Bobby Gubin, who's with the coach. Uh, Kenny, the coach is not here yet. Um, he should be here momentarily. Back to you guys. And we do not have Coach Moorhead just yet, but we will send it to Alex and DJ now. Sorry for the confusion there. So, guys, uh, your thoughts. All right, Kenny, thanks a lot. And, uh, yeah, Fordham is an absolute, you know, great second half here at Jack Coffee Field. They win it 34-27. to uh, just a really impressive second half. They come into the second half trailing in the game. Their offense didn't look a- as crisp as it normally does uh, heading in, you know, what we've seen in the first couple of games. But then in the second half, guys like, you know, Higgins and Coons without Niebrick uh, just really able to step up uh, and do an excellent job here and come away with a big win here on homecoming. Yeah, you know what? I was really impressed, Alex, with just how well they did in coming back. All right, now Bobby Gubin has caught up with head coach Joe Moorhead. Let's throw it down to the field and Bobby. Coach, how big of a win was this game against Cornell at homecoming? It's a huge win. Uh, great win for our program. Great win for the school. Uh, you know, I'm just so proud of the credit goes to the assistant coaches and the kids. They did a tremendous job. You know, we talked to them about last week sharpening the axe and, and our preparation being the key to the game and our execution, and uh, in particular our finish, because we didn't finish in the Villanova game, and we told them at halftime we need to come out and finish this thing, and I couldn't be more proud of these players and these coaches. Uh, you know, they deserve all the credit. They did a great job. And, Coach, what was the biggest change from the, set for, from the first half to the second half as regards to the offense? Big, big change. Well, we went in and we, we just looked at what they were doing defensively, uh, looked at our game plan, you know, and with Michael Niebrick out, we just, uh, you know, made the necessary halftime adjustments and we came out and executed in the second half. It was, uh, you know, all stuff that was on our game plan, and uh, it was just, you know, a matter of the kids doing a good job executing. Okay, thank you very much, Coach. Thanks. Back to you, Kenny. And thank you, Bobby. Both teams came into the game. Uh, well, Cornell didn't come into the game with any games underneath their belt. Their first uh, game of the season, Fordham coming in at 1-1. One and one. At the half, the score was 7-6. Fordham kicked two field goals to get their six points. The first came at 13-19 to go in the first quarter. Murray will come in for this field goal attempt with 13.25 to play in the first quarter. Snap is down, the kick is up, and it is good. So Patrick Murray stays perfect for the season. He's now 5 of 5 on the year. And with 13.19 to play in the first quarter, the Rams able to capitalize on a Cornell turnover. They lead it 3-0. Apologies for the delay in the clip there. The second one came with nine minutes to go uh, in the first half. Wetzel the holder at the 20. The snap is good. The kick is up end over end. And it is good. Patrick Murray stays perfect. So with exactly nine minutes to play here in the first half, Fordham leading the Cornell Big Red now 6 to nothing. And the Big Red would answer back, though. Uh, they had a 13-yard pass from Jeff Matthews into the end zone. They went up a point with 2.44 to go in the second. Four receiver set for Matthews. He has plenty of time. Looking left, firing into the end zone, and the pass is up, and it's caught for a touchdown. It's complete to Jesse Heon in the back left corner of the end zone. So with 2.44 to play here in the first half, Cornell gets on the scoreboard for the first time. It's 6-6 with an extra point upcoming for the Big Red. 
So we'll bring in Alex and DJ now. Guys, after that touchdown, uh, what was it looking like? What were Fordham's chances looking like? Because we've seen it last week against Villanova. They had, they were close at the half, and then they completely lost it in the second. So do you guys have confidence in this team to come back in the second half and win this football game? Yeah, you know what, Kenny? I still had confidence in this team You know, going into halftime and coming out into the second half because we saw, the, like you said, the same thing basically happened in that game against Villanova where they turned it over. They could have got some points on the board late. Instead, this time, they're leading 6 nothing. They're pitching a shutout against the Big Red, who have, you know, last season had one of the most explosive offenses uh, in the Ivy League. So they're doing a great job up until that point. Cornell takes the lead late at 7-6. to six, But at that point, I-, I still felt that there was a lot of good things that Fordham could do moving forward in this game. Certainly so, Alex. I mean, the way the defense was playing, obviously they had just given up that play, Kenny. But you still had to have the confidence in Fordham with the home fans and with the energy they were really bringing. It looked good at that point. Yeah, you could certainly hear it in the background of your call. They were rowdy out there at Jack Coffee Field. Coming out of the locker room, Michael Niebrick was not immediately among the Rams. He was treated for an injury he suffered late in the half. He would later make his way to the sideline on crutches. The Big Red kicked off to Fordham to begin the third, and just like the first half, they were fireworks right away. Higgins in the shotgun, three receiver set. Now Blake Wayne in motion in the backfield. He'll fake the handoff and the pitch to Wayne. Higgins looking deep down the middle. He's got a man. It's Wetzel complete at the 45-40. He's now down to the 30. Still on his feet. He jukes a couple of defenders. Still on his feet. 20. And finally wrapped up down at the 15-yard line. And there's the big play the Rams have been waiting for all afternoon. As Wetzel gets open down the middle of his fe- of the field. Stays on his feet. And now the Rams have it at the Cornell 15-yard line. That spoiled a 43-yard kick return by Brian Wetzel, and with 14:48, Cornell took over. After the teams traded three and outs, the Big Red came charging down the field from the 22. Matthews completed two consecutive passes for 39 yards and then two more in Fordham territory of 13 and 18. The latter brought Cornell to the goal line. They would get it into the end zone, and Cornell ran eight plays for 78 yards in 344 bringing them back into the game. And Fordham would, uh, or excuse me, Cornell uh, would kick off to Fordham at the 17. Ryan Higgins, though, was poised to bring the Rams back into it. He had big plans on just the second play of the drive, and then seconds later he gave to Carlton Kuntz. First and 10 from the 15, four receiver set. Higgins, he'll give the handoff to Kuntz, stays on his feet, evades one defender. He's at the 15-10 near sideline. He's into the end zone. Carlton Kuhn stays on his feet, and he gets into the end zone. The Rams are on the board here in the second half. Those big plans I was talking about, a 63-yard completion to Brian Wetzel, the maybe the play of the game to set up that touchdown to Carlton Kuntz. Fordham would not con- convert on a two-point try, but they were right back into things, 14-12 to with, set- with 6-17 to go in the third quarter. The Rams went 83 yards in just three plays thanks to that catch and a minute and four seconds. The Big Red went three and out once again, punting back to Fordham at the Ram 20, but an unsportsmanlike conduct brought it up to the 35. After a couple runs from Carlton Kuntz to move the chains, Higgins picked up the first and on the next third down with a 14-yard completion to Brian Wetzel. Two plays later, he was looking downfield once again. Out of the shotgun, they go play action. Looking deep, Higgins down the middle, Ajala's there, it's complete at the 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Sam Ajala takes it into the promised land on an absolute laser of a throw by Ryan Higgins. And just like that, the Rams now have the lead 
as Ajala celebrates with his teammates into the end zone with 2.56 to play here in the third quarter. And Alex and DJ, what can you say about the job that Ryan Higgins did today? We saw him hook up with Wetzel so many times, and then he gets Ajala into the game. Uh, can you tell us, especially with the absence of Niebrick in the game, how did he take over and really lead this team to the victory? Yeah, Kenny, you said it. That's the big thing. When Michael Niebrick goes down at the end of that first half, uh, and we still don't know the severity of that injury, but it, it didn't look good. He was down in, in obvious pain, slamming the ground. He was, he was clearly very hurt. Uh, Higgins has a, he had a tough job. You know, he, he's been used to kind of splitting time these first couple games. But you look at his stat line today, he was he was tremendous. 19 to 26, 281 yards and two scores. I will say this, though, Kenny, the one area that I think Ryan Higgins still needs to improve on, and it's been kind of his Achilles heel in his entire career here at Fordham, is decision-making. You know, just making the smart play rather than trying to find something big. He turned it over uh, two times today. Uh, with with interceptions. So it, besides from those two interceptions, and if he can improve his decision-making, he can be uh, an incredible weapon for this Fordham offense. And Alex, when he does make the right decision, it looks pretty good. That Wetzel 63-yard reception changed the course of this game. We've been saying it all day long. Fordham needed a big play down the field, and what they did in the first half really set up for that play. Then the next play, that Koontz run, ridiculous. He goes one way, cuts back the other way to get in the end zone, and later that play to Ajala, just an absolute bullet. Nearly picked off, but still a great play. Saw a couple bullets from Higgins in this game and looked like a well-oiled machine after that one. And a well-oiled machine, not afraid to pull out a couple tricks out of the old bag as Joe Moore had lined up for two on just the next play. They come out in a four-receiver set, two on each side of Higgins. Ball's at the far hash marks here. Rams working from left to right. Coons is in the backfield. Wayne in motion. They give the handoff to Wayne. He's thinking about throwing it. He'll throw it back to Higgins on the far sideline, and Higgins will walk into the end zone. So they dig deep into the playbook, and they come up with a gadget play as Wayne throws it back to Higgins. He's in for the two-point conversion. So Higgins with the old quarterback reception there. He won't get many of those in his career. It's 2014 Rams at that point with 2.56 to go in the third. Fordham went 65 yards and eight plays and 2.37. The Rams kicked off to the Big Red 25, and Cornell went right to work with two passes for first downs and another first down pa- first after a pass interference. The Rams would hold them at bay and force them into a field goal try at 40 seconds into the third quarter. Ball's on the far hash marks. Here's the snap. The kick is up. It's a high kick, but it looks like it's going to be well short, and it is short. It was short and to the left. So Wells, the the junior out of Paradise Valley, Arizona, comes in for a 49-yarder, and he missed it. It was short left, and it just did not have enough leg on it. So now the Rams get the ball back with 14-13 to play here in the fourth quarter. So after that, Fordham would take over at their own 32, and Higgins stayed hot with a 47-yard hookup with Greg Wilson on first down. After a holding penalty sent the Rams back 10 yards, a few plays later, Higgins looked left on third and eight to who else? Higgins out of the shotgun, empty backfield. Third and 12 from the 23. Here comes the pressure. Higgins stays in the pocket. The pass is complete to Wetzel at the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Ryan Wetzel takes it in as Ryan Higgins throws his second touchdown pass here in the second half. And that gave Wetzel a career-high 153 yards. And guys, real quick, talk about the job that Brian Wetzel did out there. I know you kept saying his name throughout the broadcast, and how how could you avoid it with all those catches? Uh, Really stepped up in a big way today. 
Yeah, Kenny, with Nick Talbert unavailable today, Ryan Higgins needed a go-to receiver. And up until this point, Ryan Wetzel's season had really not been one to remember. Just two catches all year long. But he finishes with eight catches for 153 yards. And more importantly, three catches for 100 yards in that second half. He was the receiver Higgins needed. He was a guy that could go deep down the field, but could also come back. There was that one play, Alex, down the sideline here. Higgins just evades the rush, able to float it to his receiver. It's that trust with Wetzel. He built it last year when the, when the receiver was a freshman, and it carried over today in a big way here on homecoming. Yeah, and, and DJ, I'm a big fan of the receiving core that Fordham has going for them right now. I call them WWW. They're basically the World Wide Web. When you think about <laughs> Brian Wetzel. How long have you been holding that one I've, for? I've been holding that one in for a while. I wrote that one after, down last night. <laughs> after this big homecoming win, I'm going to use it. When you think about Wetzel, Wilson, and Wayne, and even Blake Wayne was a, was a pretty big factor in this game, and he didn't really touch the ball that often, but we did see him on that gadget play where they went for two. We saw him as a decoy where they where they uh, faked the pitch yep. to him a couple of times. They found Wetzel down the field. So those three guys, well, Wetzel, Wilson, uh, and Wayne too. Wilson goes for five catches for 68 yards. Wetzel has a career day, 153 yards in the score. I am a very big fan, Kenny, of this Fordham receiving court. Put a patent on WWW. WWW, let's remember High that speed one. internet. That's what they are. <laughs> say, say, and Wetzel, high speed, he had that big kickoff return, too, you can't remember, before the Rams uh, turned the ball over to start the first half. So a huge day for him. He finished with 153 yards, and he catches an average of 19 yards per catch. But that point in the game, the Rams had a 27-14 lead with 12 minutes to go. They went 68 yards and four plays and 213. Fordham kicked off to Cornell, and they'd have it to their own at their own 25 to start. Matthews completed three passes to midfield, and a roughing the passer call pushed the ball down to the 35-yard line of Fordham. Three plays later, Cornell got back, back into the game. Second and 15 for Cornell from the Fordham 40. Four receiver set. Matthews pumps once. Now looking deep down the left side, the pass is complete and diving into the end zone for the score. It's Tasker. As he gets inside the pylon, he beat Ian Williams deep down the left side. And just like that, the Big Red are back into this game. It's 27-20 to 20 with the extra point upcoming and 9.37 to play here in the fourth. And the Big Red ran seven plays for 75 yards. In 2.23 for the score, they'd give it back to the Rams at 9.37 to go in the game. Fordham went to the ground as Kuntz ran three times for 19 yards. But before going forward two yards on the first, on second down, Higgins ran a play-action fake and turned the ball over to the Big Red at 6.46. The Rams ended up getting it back at their 29-yard line and brought it to the Cornell 45 after an 11-yard run from Kuntz and a personal foul. Kuntz then pounded the ball through the Big Red defensive line four times, and on the fifth, he found the end zone. Kuntz is in the backfield. And he'll get the handoff up the middle at the 10, at the 5, fighting towards the goal line. He runs over the official, but he is into the end zone for the score. Carlton Kuntz, his second rushing touchdown here of the afternoon. And that'll just about ice this game. And as Alex said, it iced it with 54 seconds to go. 34-21 Rams. Uh, the Big Red actually would punch the ball in at the final seconds of the game to make it 34-27. And guys, with so many great performances on the Rams side of the ball, I'm sure you have a lot of players to pick from for players of the game. Let's send it back to Alex and DJ for those awards.
Yeah, Kenny, for my player of the game, I think I've gone with Patrick Murray in the first two games. You I'm going to change it up him. this time. I'm going to go with Carlton Coons. He was unbelievable on the ground. 31 rushes. I love that he got the ball so much. 178 yards and two scores. Carlton Coons is my player of the game. I'll go with Brian Wetzel. The dude was in my orientation group freshman year, and on the field today he got it done. Eight catches, 153 yards, one TD for him. He was the go-to man for Ryan Higgins today, and going forward he needs to be the guy featured in this offense. Once again, the final score of today's game, 34-27. The executive producer of Fordham Football is Bob Ahrens. Producer of today's game has been Julian Adienza. Field engineer producer has been Kevin Sutcliffe. Our studio engineer has been Joe Vidiello. Our next football broadcast will be Saturday, September 22nd, when the Rams visit Columbia in a battle for the Liberty Cup. There we go. Kickoff is 12.30 with the one-on-one pregame report coming your way at 12.20 on both 90.7 and WFUV.org. Until those times, for Alex Smith and DJ Sixsmith, Bobby Gubin on the sidelines, Joey Palladino with the updates, highlight supervisor Nate Schiller, and highlight editors Merrill Servan and Patrick Burns, this is Kenny Ducey. Have a good evening, everybody. Fordham Rams football is a production of WFUV Sports. Please stay tuned for Mixed Bag with Don McGee right here on 90.7 FM and WFUV.org.